friends! Welcome back to Lesbian Honest. This is Ash. I'm here with my amazing wife, Kirst. Hey, guys! Alright, so we're picking up where we left off. We are in Kirsten's senior year. Yeah, we sent some pictures out of prom for you guys. We did. Looking real cute. I don't think super, I don't think a ton of people are super caught up because we've had a we've had a handful of people reach out and be like, oh my gosh, look at you guys! Because not very many people have been able to comment on the hair yet that you talked about. Oh yeah, my crazy hair. <laughs> Never doing that again. <laughs> there was a few crazy hair moments in. Oh dear, Gussie. Pictures. Oh, um, we'll we'll have to make a post of all Ash's crazy hair. Yeah, <sighs> the beaver fever one. The black, oh, the blue-black hair. Really, oh my god, yes. <laughs> I almost forgot. Because, of a, bowl, one of, because of a bowling game I lost. <laughs> oh, it was awful. I don't know. Have you guys ever seen the movie Galaxy Quest with the <laughs> aliens and their black bobs? That was literally Ashley. <laughs> we'll post a picture. Oh, man. <laughs> You're the one that brought it up. <laughs> All right, so we, stay tuned for... Yeah. All of Ash's hairstyles. God bless it. You're welcome. Uh, we'll have to tell a story, too, about how when I cut my hair short. Yes, that'll be a story. It will be. Um, so, no, we we kind of got through prom, and then as we were looking at pictures, I noticed that there was a huge part about, like, that part of our lives that we left out. There was a Not huge intentionally. Part. So, you guys are going to have to go into the prom pictures and see if you notice what we noticed. Because Kirsten's totally wearing her engagement ring. <laughs> you want to tell a story about our engagement? No, she doesn't. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> that was more your thing. Oh my gosh. You're the hopeless romantic. I am a hopeless romantic. And you know what? I think that it's a good thing. You like to be like wooed over. I like to be wined and dined and then... I wasn't going to say that but I'm glad you said it because it's true. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> What's the saying that we started with? Oh, what my baby wants, my baby gets. Oh, uh, God bless it. Really think about these things folks in the beginning of your relationships because they stick around. They do. <laughs> so, Kirsten and I, it was her senior year and by this time we've been through so many like ups and downs and a lot of family drama, a lot of people... Being supportive on, like, the friend's side, some family members um, conflicted in trying to be supportive, and some family members just absolutely not about it. And then, um, you know, Kirsten and I were kind of on that roller coaster together, and then we, when we had moved into that apartment, we had finally felt home. And I think that's when I was like, no, like, this is, like, this is the girl I want to be with. Like, I would not do this with anybody else. Like, this road so far has been, like, amazing but rocky as hell yeah it was rough i guess like before you talk about what happened like what made you think like this is what i want to do that i wanted to propose to you yeah because it kind of came out of left field a little bit for me did it i don't know i feel like it did a little bit it was quick it was quick but by this time it had been i mean i think it happened like just before prom. So we'd been together for almost a year. Yeah, that's quick. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, there's <laughs> things such as, like, arranged but, like, marriages. And... Right, or, no, no. We also <laughs> talked about marriage. We talked about marriage, but I feel like it was just, like, I want to know, like, where your head was at with, like, I'm going to go get a ring and try. Um, I think that it was, like, I think we were in a spot where we were really struggling with the acceptance of our family. And I think that, like the conversations that we had shared in that moment of like, are we choosing a lifestyle Are like, is this something that like is going to be around in a few years or are we just like putting ourselves through hell and this isn't really going to work and we're not committed to this. I mean, we were committed to each other at the time. That wasn't an issue, but it's like, are we committed to not just playing house or playing roommates? Like, are we committed to this relationship that we're growing and that we're building together? So was it more of like, a proposal yet, like promise for the future. Type Absolutely. Of thing. Okay. Yeah. That's how I. It was. So I'll the, let you explain so how the it engagement, all happened. It was, so I was so nervous, first of all, because Kirsten and I had just been like, it, it truly was. It was really hard. Like during this time, like 
every weekend would come around and Kirsten's mom would be like, come to church with me. Like, please come to church with me. And Kirsten would decline a lot of times, but like once or twice a month, Kirsten would be like, I'm going to go because my mom wants me to go to church. There was always like some other like incentive for Kirsten to go to church. It was always like, well, grandma really wants to see you. And so we're going to go to lunch afterwards or something like that. So Kirsten would go to church and by this time I had cut my hair short. So it was very apparent that like who I was and my identity was like out now because I'd cut my hair short, which I'll explain that story to you guys at another time. It was not meant to be cut as short as it did. I went from like long middle of my hair, like, or middle of my back hair to like a shaved head. Um, and so it was a lot for me to get used to. I got a lot of very quick judgment because I didn't get to have the opportunity to like tell people versus like Kirsten, didn't look gay. Kirsten didn't look like a lesbian. She didn't look like she had a girlfriend at the time. Like I was automatically just dubbed like lesbian or whatever. And so it was uncomfortable for me to go to church at this time because I had tried a couple times and I just, I, I didn't like the looks I was receiving. I didn't like the people that would come up to me and be like, Oh, we're praying for you. Like you beat this sin. And <laughs> yeah. So Going to church for me was just, like, really not an option, and Kirsten would get asked to go by her family, uh, particularly her mom, and she would go and then, like, come home a few hours later and just be very distant and standoff. Like, she was very standoffish to me. Like, I'd be like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And then, like, she'd break down, and she'd be like, this is just so hard for me. Like, I love you. And, like, I love my family, and, like, I wish they would just, like, be okay with us, but, like, I don't know. They talked to me with, you know, so-and-so at church again, or they, like, confronted me with the sin that we're choosing, and, like, are we choosing a sin? And, like, it just became, like, a huge emotional roller coaster and battle. And, like, my family, I just, like, like, I, like, we had explained, like, my family was going through a divorce at the time, so a lot of like what I had going on. I just didn't have that support. I didn't have that spotlight either on me in that regard. So Kirsten kind of had it a little bit. We were definitely experiencing it in different ways. And so like there'd be times where like Kirsten would come home and she'd be like, I think we need to break up. Like, I think we need to take a break. Like I need to think about this. Like I need to like process what my family and this church is like feeding me right now because like, I'm just really confused because when I'm home with you, like everything's great. But then I go and spend a like half day with them and I just like, can't get my head screwed on straight to think right. And so, I mean, it was just, it became very hard on us and our relationship. And a lot of the conversations that we would explain together was like, is this worth it? Like, are, is this a phase? Like that was such a big thing that was brought up is like, is this a phase? And I think that that was kind of at the point where like, we were like rounding that corner. Like you had started being like, I don't think that like, I, w- I want to go to churches often with like my family or like, I can't do this anymore with like the ups and down with them. And I just wanted us to be in a spot where like I had shown you and like committed to you in the regard of like, this is worth it. Like I'm not, I'm not dating you. I'm not choosing this life to like have this be a phase. And then a year later, like we're broke up and never talk again. Right. No. And I don't think that that was like my intention either. It was more just, hard being kind of like, I think like we've talked about this a little bit of just kind of been like shown the like other side of like, you can have acceptance from your family. You can have the love. Like my mom would even like go out and take me shopping like after church and we'd have like shopping sprees. And then like, you know, to this day we still go out and go shopping. Now I kind of look back and I'm like, I think there was like certain things that I think we took from our families, like actions that maybe were not intentional to be like a, we want you to do this instead of that. But also there were times that like, you know, you're confronted at church by people or like, it's hard when they like, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but like, I think that like, we both were kind of just seeking that like final commitment. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And I think that it was just like, we are also like on the fast track in our relationship because we went from like dating, being outed very early on, like weeks into it. And that fast track hit in the regards of like, well, figure your shit out. Like, are you gay or are you not gay? Because if you're gay, like, right, there was we're going to really wash our no hands time. clean. Yeah. If you're not gay, then, like, here we are with open arms and we love you. But if you're gay, like, don't come knock at my door ever again. Yeah. And that was really, really hard because it was literally like coming to a fork in the road and choosing, like, abandonment. and That's like, what it felt like. Almost, like, weekly or if not, like, daily almost at some points in time. Like, it was just like a fork in the road of what are we choosing you know, who do we and, make happy at this moment? Yeah, you're trying to make everybody happy and trying to like make yourself happy at the same time, but that's almost like not even like a priority at that point because you're like, I don't even know. But right. you know, I think that like we always make it a priority for ourselves to be happy, you know, like we are always like. I know I'm always wanting Ashley to be happy, and I know she wants that for me. So I think, like, we both wanted each other to be happy, but, like, we kind of would stop, like, thinking about, like, what made us happy. Right. And so I think that, like, when we thought about what made us happy was, like, knowing that, like, neither one of us was going anywhere. Right. Even though there were days or weeks where there were, like, moments of, like, I don't know, like, if, like, this is, you know, it wasn't that, like, we ever questioned each other's love. It was more just, like choosing to be treated that way you know in a it way was. it was well it was so hard because like, it that's how they perceived it to us and that's how we i think we perceived their like it was such a choice communication and that, like, we were and choosing action. all of this right. and so i think like we kind of wanted to like change it and turn it around and be like you know what no like we're choosing each other but we can also like have family and we can have relationships with people that like may make it feel like we can't right now. But, like, we kind of just, like, turned the focus inward on ourselves and, like, our relationship and, like, needed that, like, commitment level. But, like, I think right. that that's, like, what I got from you when you were, like, quote-unquote proposing to me. Like, more of a proposal of, like, let's do this life together. Like, I'm going to stick it out from, like, now until ever. Right. Well, and the hard part, too, is that, like, Back then, there was no gay marriage. No. There was no civil unions. There was no, like, nothing. Like, there wasn't an option for us. So that also played a role in, like, if I propose this girl, like, is that going to be looked at, like, a promise that can't ever be fulfilled? Right. Like, because well, we like, can't get married? That also was, like, such a difference for both of us. Like, a engagement to me, like, I never had those little girl dreams of getting married and having a wedding and, like... I didn't ever really think about, like, my wedding. And, like... I didn't. You did, though. Like, we've talked about that, like, a wedding is more important to you. I want it materially. for, like... I... Right. So, like, I... But I didn't, like, dream up my wedding or anything like that. It wasn't, like, the movies. Like, no, so I never was, like, these like are the a... colors I want, and these are the flowers I want, and I want it to be outside, and then... Like, I never had, like, that. I was, like, I want, like, that... Not forever. I I wanted, like the pictures for like like in our house and like our kids to look at and like grow up with like I wanted those like pictures of our little baby's feet and like our first like pictures with our kiddos and then like pictures with the kids at the beach like those are the things that I dreamt and thought up right like, so I think that like for our well do you want to tell them how the engagement happened well I was so nervous because I was like the whole goal and point of it was to be like I'm in this for the long run. I'm not going anywhere. Like, I got you. We can make it through this. Like, here's a symbol of, like, my promise and commitment to that. That, like, this isn't a phase to me. We're, like, let's do this shit. Yeah, it was more like a promise. More, like... You did get down on one knee and ask me to, like... No, you made me. I did. I oh, my God. Her. I was so nervous. So I took her out to, like, a, like a nice dinner, which a nice dinner back then, I think, was, like, Fazoli's. <laughs> <laughs> her garlic breads are legit, though. <laughs> so, like, I took her to, like, a nice dinner. And, like, I remember we went and sat at the park and, like, hung out at the park, which was, like, our thing. We'd always go and swing. And just, like, we, we just, like, 
talk we had such a great night and I remember like we got a little bit dolled up nothing crazy and like I had all these plans like I was like maybe I'll do it at the restaurant I was like well Fazoli's no place to engage <laughs> like get engaged like then I was like well, we'll go to the park like that's super meaningful we'll be at the park and then I was like I'm gonna lose the fucking ring on the on the swings like what am I doing like I this was not like an insanely expensive ring it was not super fancy like it just it just was a ring it was just a ring that I saw and I was like this is like this is something for her. Yes. And then, like, we get in the car, and I was like, I'll do it in the car. And I'm like, okay, we're driving now. This is not the time. <laughs> so we end up getting home to our first apartment. We get inside, and we're, like, hanging out. And we're like, okay, like, let's sit down and watch a movie. And this was, like, we didn't have a TV in our room. So if we wanted to watch a movie or, or a TV, like, we had to sit on the couch in the living room. We had, like, put a DVD in because we didn't have yeah. cable. We didn't know. There was no streaming. We didn't no, have any it was cable. Like a, it was you nothing. had to, like, it was, like, a commitment. It was. Like, you want to watch a movie? Sure. Let me get out the movies. Right. <laughs> so I remember we were sitting there and I was like, just, I was like, I just have to do it. I just have to do it. And I like, had my arm around her and I like, just like popped it open, like by her shoulder and was like, listen. And she's like, um, what is that? And I was like, listen, like, I just like want you to, like, I love you. And like, I am in this for the long run and like, we can do this. Like, will you do this forever with me? And she was like, oh, you're not even going to get on one knee? And I was like, <laughs> okie dokie. So I like slid off the couch, got on a knee, and she was like, okay, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And so like, and that was kind of how it went. And it, it wasn't. It was like really nonchalant and like non-formal. But like. Which was kind I of still, how we I were back there. I wear this ring she on does my wear right this hand because I've gotten a, like, of what? glowed up on the left side you got iced i got ice on my left side but frost frost frost, frost yourself <laughs> yeah. i don't lose a guy in 10 days Here we are fantastic Maybe all the time um no but like i think it was like a promise slash like proposal like i propose that like we continue to do this well into the future because there wasn't really like an option for a wedding it wasn't like no. oh we're gonna get engaged and like within a year I'm going to plan a wedding like that was not even a conversation that we had not at all (laughs) like not like so when do you want to get married it was that wasn't an option for us it was more of like a okay so like we're both committed and I think we considered I think we did talk about it as like an engagement but like it was it was it was like we're still very young we're not planning anything right this second but like but I did see our prom picture and I saw my my hand and my ring and I was like someone's gonna be like there's a ring on your finger (laughs) like like zoom in like wait a second wait a second yeah and like so we didn't want to leave that part out of the story at all for you guys because i think it is important and like it definitely like i mean i wear this ring literally every day on my hand and it reminds me so much of like where we have been and where where we we came from. from like I can take a picture for you guys if you want of, like, my two rings, and you guys can see the oh, difference between it. the two. But, like... Or you could come hang out with us. Come do a live, and you guys can see it. Join us in the closet. Oh, my God. We oh! <laughs> well, now they know. So, if y'all haven't no like... They oh, my gosh. She said this once. I think she said it on the last live that we did. But, yes, we do record in our closet. <laughs> What a wonderful place it's to record lesbian honest. Right, yeah, it's like, you're just trying to put me back in the closet. <laughs> the clothes dampen the echo, okay? It is, it's Very perfect. Very acoustic in here, you guys. God bless it. Well, so, yeah, picture that. But, um... Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. See, you can't say we're not honest. That's well, not. so... So we did, we did get engaged. So then we've got... So then we go to prom. And I think that was kind of just like where Kirsten and I... That's why prom was such a big deal to us because it was the first like public event or public outing that we were, it was like we were out official. and proud and together. Yeah. And like, it was like our official, but like a lot of people didn't know we were engaged. Like it was, we told like our really close friends, yeah. but it was not like a Kirsten didn't run back to school and be like, yo, yo, what's up bitches? Right. I'm getting married. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so that's why I think that's why that was just like a really big time in our life so then we get what do you do after you get engaged yeah get a baby yep so that's what we did uh we got a fur baby fur baby it was a four-legged little puppy we actually went with one of our friends 
and their dad drove us in a <sighs> snowstorm. Yes, we had to be there. Out to, like, this, like, farm town. Yeah. And we went out, and I think there was three puppies, and we chose between the three puppies, and we each got one. Well, Kirsten and I two. got one together. Yeah. And then our friend got one. And I remember it, there, there was a lot of convincing, but I think that their dad, like, totally was going to take us no matter what. But then he, like, let us sugar him up a little bit. He was so nice. We had so much fun driving out there. And so we go to pick out these puppies. And, oh, gosh. The lady was so nice that we got him from. She was so sweet, so nice. We, I remember she, tiny... like, we got there and, like, it was kind of like that drive up, like, where it's like a U, the drive. Like, yeah. they had, like, a you know, gravel drive and you would drive up and it was like the door right there and she opened the door and they all... No, no, she... That was the second time we went. That was the second time we went. But she... When we went inside, we did go inside because she had the little gate up because there was too many of them. Oh, yeah. But we went inside and we were like, oh, no. (laughs) And Kirsten was ready to take them all home. They're so cute. They were adorable. So we pick out these little chihuahuas. Kirsten and I got one and our friend got the other one. And we ended up naming ours Maverick. And so we drove back home in this, like, incredible snowstorm. And they were the size of our hands. They were like hamsters. They were... <laughs> they were tiny, you guys. They were bitty. They were, like, all white with, like, like, little brown markings. Yeah. They were, like, all white with little brown markings. And their little ears stood up like little radars. Like They, they were... were so cute, you guys. We would hide them in our hoodies and hold them in there. So we had Little Maverick. So we get Little Maverick and, oh my gosh, he was so sweet, but he hated a few people. He had, he had it out for people. He would like, there was like a switch in him that he would, mind you, he was like, what, five, six months old when this started? Yeah. He would go like devil mode, just like, (laughs) and like, Everybody thought it was so funny because he was so tiny. Yeah. So then we got him was, a spiked collar. Because he was a teacup. He was tiny. He was... He we literally little... put him in a, in a coffee mug. Yeah. He was so cute. He had a little spiked collar. It was like the size of like... Smaller than a bracelet. Yep. It couldn't fit around your wrist. No. And then... We couldn't have him wear his rabies tag at the same time because it was too heavy. Like he'd like eat and it would like... His back legs would come up. Or he'd like <laughs> bend over to eat. And so, so yeah, so we had, we had this little puppy and, um, we actually lost him I know. really tragically. It's such a sad maverick. It was really sad. So long story short, we had a friend that had lost a grandparent. And so we went over to cook them dinner. So we went to go cook her grandma and her dinner. And when we got out of the car and we were carrying groceries, the neighbor's dog came and attacked my pant leg and thankfully it didn't get me but maverick we just came around a little bag everywhere he went everywhere with us like we took him to the movies to see night at the museum and the tyrannosaurus rex got out and it was like i don't know it was so funny so we got the tyrannosaurus rex came out and it was um like barking and there was these little old ladies in front of us and they were like oh my gosh the surround sound is just so fantastic we're cracking up so we took maverick with us everywhere and so he was in his bag and um he hopped out when the dog had grabbed my leg and the dog let go of me and grabbed maverick instead and took off with maverick so I remember we like chased the dog down. We thought it was like a coyote or something because of the shape of it. It was dark outside. It was nighttime. And essentially the dog had shook Maverick and we scooped him up in a sweatshirt and raced him to the emergency vet. I felt so bad. The like front desk lady at the emergency vet, we walked in, we had him all wrapped up and we were like, please help our baby, help our baby. And she just like turned sheet white and was like, no, like, you're in the wrong spot. And people from the back heard us, like, screaming, like, please just help our baby, help our baby. And they came up to the to the front and grabbed her. I felt so bad, though, because we definitely traumatized that secretary when we ran in with him. Um, and they took him to the back, and then they called us into a room later on and was like, I'm so sorry. Like, 
his injuries, like he succumbed to his injuries. They were just too much for his little body. And it was just heartbreaking. And I remember sitting there. Kirsten's mom actually showed up for us. I know. It was. It was so sad. I think she had to call so into sad. work the next day. Because I think she did. Everyone was so distraught about little Mav. It was so. Well, so then like. So we lost Maverick. And like I used to take Maverick with me to go get my hair cut. And I used to get my hair cut like once a week. And I would take him into the salon with me. And so I like had to cancel my haircut for the next day. Cause I just couldn't do it. And she was like, do me a favor, like come over to my house and like, just, just come over to my house for dinner. Like, I just want to make you girls dinner. And we're like, okay, like fine. So we like went over to my hairstylist house and we're like walking up to the, the steps to her apartment. And she's standing at the top of the stairs with a puppy in her hand. And we're like, um, I don't think it was the next day. It, it was, was like a week or so because we had gone and Maybe it had been a week. Yeah. It was super fast afterwards. So like very, very fast afterwards. Yeah. Because she said that her like brother-in-law had this litter of puppies and he was going to take them to the pound because he was just tired of the puppy nonsense. And so she like grabbed one out of the box really fast because she just talked to us. And then we went over there and she has this puppy and we're like, I don't know. And we ended up, she was like, just take him home. And if you don't like him, like bring him back. And we took him home, and of course we fell in love with him. I well, think we even, like, stayed at my mom's house that we night. We totally did. Yeah, and with little... We didn't know what to call him yet, but little puppy. I think we were talking about Rodney. Yeah. And then we came up with Sammy. I know, Sammy. Well, Sammy Sam. And he was He's so precious. He's a sweet puppy. He, like, He's so good. really did, like, help us heal from the Maverick situation and little Sam Sam. 100%. And then... Later on down the road, we ended up getting Maverick's sister from the next litter because, so we had called the, the lady we had originally got him from and told her the horrific story that had happened and like apologized and we we're like, he was our baby. Like, we're so sorry. We didn't protect him enough. And she was like, no, you guys were amazing. And then she was like, you need to come out here. Like I have Maverick's sister from another litter and I wasn't going to rehome her because she has, like, an umbilical hernia. And so, but, like, if you girls want her, like, I think she'd be the perfect fit. And that's when we showed up. Mm-hmm. And we drove up to the driveway. And it was a lot nicer outside. And she opened the door. And here comes this, like, bitty little puppy. Like, precious little girl. Hopped right out. I remember she piddled on, like, the stepping stone. And it was, like, the size of a dime, <laughs> if that. Like, and she squatted for so long. <laughs> She's like, I just have to get it all out. And it was, like... Just one little raindrop. But so then that, then we had Roxy. So we had Roxy and Sammy together. And they were kind of like our two little. Yeah, our little bandits. They were. They were our little bandits. They were cute. They loved each other. They were so precious. Oh, they were so precious. That that kind of like began our herd of doggies that we, we had. Called, we called them Hunnas. Hunnas. Because they would like, when they would play, we'd like throw it and they'd kind of like crouch down and like yeah, they would like hunt point for their yeah they'd like point and hunt for them so we'd be like oh look at the hunters oh man so those are our fur babies those are the babies that kirsten and i shared um and then gosh end of your senior year came up and it was graduation time i know and i actually did it i was so proud of you graduated it like came down to the wire oh my gosh i was like a i think the day of graduation they told they like called me over and was like we don't know if we'll actually have your diploma in the thing that we give you because you <laughs> remember that. Yeah, like they legit were like, if your family opens it, like you did graduate, but like we literally are trying to get it from the printer over to the place that we're doing graduation because my grade had to come in like last. I remember you like went to graduation practice and you were like, I don't I even, even know if know. I want to go because like I don't even know if I'm going to graduate. Like I remember you being like yeah, so upset and it I was, was like, like two just days before. Just stay positive. Just stay positive. Like, you've worked this hard this far. Like, just stay positive. Yeah. It was kind of nerve-wracking. I was so proud of you, though, because you worked... You really did work so hard. Like, you had such a rough, like, end of junior year into your senior year, and, like, you had a lot to catch up on, and, like, you applied yourself. You did night school. You did summer classes. Like, It was a lot. It was a lot. And I was working and having our apartment and doing life. Hashtag adulting fierce. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. I was <laughs> like 17. also surprised that I graduated. I think everyone was. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone was. So we grad. So Kirsten gets to graduation and I don't remember. 
did I take you to graduation or did you end up going with your family to graduation? I don't know how I got there. I think, I don't know. I just remember that like my mom was like, we, we didn't have a graduation party because I think it was kind of like last minute too. Like no one really knew if it was going to happen. So, um, it was more of like a, let's go out and celebrate. And we were still in this like really awkward point in our relationship that like we weren't, I was talking to my mom and like seeing my family, but like <clears throat> Ashley wasn't around for that. I wasn't allowed to be. No, it was more of like a one or the other kind of situation. And I think that it, I don't know. Graduation is like bittersweet for me because it was really happy time that like I actually did finish and graduate, but like I felt torn because, you know, Ashley had kind of put in a lot of work to help me graduate by being there for me, you know, moving us so close to the school, making sure that like I was at school instead of working because she was working so many jobs. And then like my mom had also put forth like effort to make sure I graduated by like helping me night classes and online school and all the things. But it was just kind of a, uh, that was kind of like a rough moment in our relationship because we, it was like, once again, like kind of that, like smack in the face of like, we weren't exactly allowed to still like really be who we are or be together. We weren't anywhere close to that. No. Like it was definitely a, we want to take you out, but only you. Yeah. And I mean, that's how it was for a while. There were some moments, like, like we have explained, too. There was, like, too. breakthrough moments. It was weird. Well, like, when we lost Maverick, your mom, like, had me come and, like, yeah, hang out at the house a couple days or whatever and, like, was supportive through, through that for us. But, I mean, like, it still was just very hard integrating Kirsten and Ashley into, like, a family setting. Yeah. It was still just, like kind of not a thing. It was a, you know, so I ended up going out for lunch with like my family without Ashley. And I don't really remember if like I had told her we weren't going anywhere or what was going on, but like it ended up like more being like, I lied to like go spend time with my family when like, that's not exactly what happened, but like, that's how, you know, it, comes off essentially that was like the communication that happened it was that it was I think it was supposed to be something like you were gonna go take pictures or something like that and like I was supposed to meet you at home and hours passed and then like I think you would like text me once or twice and I was like hey like they decided that they want to like take me out and then like your grandma is like the most amazing person at taking pictures and like marking those moments and memories and she like gave you a bunch of those pictures yeah. and I think that's when like we had like the further discussion of it and it was just it was so it was so hard because it was hard for me in the regards of like just being so blatantly like not wanted and disincluded and uninvited and yet here I was like giving up everything that I could think of to support Kirsten to like support us. And I, I don't know, like it was, it was really hard for me. And I, I felt like I had just received a lot of just not kind words and very apparent dislike. And Kirsten was in a really bad spot in the regards of like, having family versus like having the person that she loved and she was building a life with. Like it was a very, very complicated and like raw time in our life. Yeah. But like, I mean, we made it through the biggest thing. I think like intentionally there wasn't like intention to like hurt people. Like I had no intention on like hurting Ashley during that time. Like it just was more, trying to navigate, like, I don't know. I'm a people pleaser. You guys will figure this out. It's kind of who I am. I like to make people happy and I'll usually put like 
myself in a hard situation doing that a lot of the time. And so it just is kind of like the personality trait that I have that's like good and bad. But like, you know, I think that it just boils down to like, ultimately, that was stuff we had to work through. And it wasn't just like graduation that those things happened. You know, it was like moving forward with life together, like holidays and big events. And like, we still have struggles with like certain things in our life. And like, you know, I think that that's kind of the reason why we're doing this podcast is so people can like get to know us and hear the fun, like story that we have, but also understand that like we have been through the ringer and we have been in those like tough times. And there has been moments of, you know, really, really like hard, hurtful feelings that, you know, you don't really understand it until you're going through it yourself or, you know, close to some like similar situation where you're trying to please the people around you and the people that you love. Well, and I, it, it was so hard. I mean, it's still sometimes hard, but I think that like, yeah, holidays were their whole, a whole other thing. I mean, I remember we like never spent Christmas Eve together into Christmas morning ever. And that was from like family traditions and you trying to keep people happy. And like, we tried to like be there for family and do like what we could in that moment. But also like we missed out on a lot of like those times that we could have shared together as well. And like that, I think that's why holidays are such a big deal for us now. And especially with having kids. But I think the ultimate thing that like it came down to with graduation was that like, we ended up just pushing everything aside and being like, all right, listen, like you accomplished the, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you accomplished what wasn't supposed to be like, it was the impossible. Like you really weren't supposed to graduate with how far behind you were and you accomplished it. And like, that's what we had to like get back to and being like, okay, listen, what was this about? This was about Kirsten's hard work. And this was about Kirsten applying herself and getting through her senior year. And like, that was it. Yeah. So that was what we like landed on and decided to like, be like, all right, let's move forward. Let's mark this as a time, you know, a timestamp and like, let's move forward. And so then we started making like, so we had roommate at that time and lease was coming up and we decided that we were ready to kind of move on and move forward with life. Yeah. I think we kind of wanted to like break away from the high school scene of life. Like we, I mean, we both had very different like experiences throughout high school and we definitely took people from high school with us into like our new life, but we kind of left like the scene of high school. We were like, you know what? We're past this, like graduated now, we have jobs, moving on in the world. And so I think we were kind of like both like searching for the next step in like our relationship and kind of to like, I don't know, put the past behind us in a way of that being our first few, you know, our first year together, year and a half being so mm-hmm. traumatic and also like so beautiful at the same time. Like starting our It was like a sour foundation. patch kid. It was. It was like a sour patch. Like I would say that was like the like first year was really like, it was like a sour patch. It was hot and cold for sure. But I mean, like, so Kirsten and I decided that we were going to, I also think we wanted like some space, like creating that space away from like high school, a little bit of further away from like family, just being able to like drop by or be like, Hey, we're doing this and like fling stuff on us that like, we weren't necessarily ready to process at that time or be ready for. And so we went on the hunt for a new apartment. Yeah. And we didn't go far. I mean, like we say we went far, but now that like, you know, you get older, you're like, okay, it was so like 10 mile radius, man. Right. I think, right. I think I, it was like we, 15 to 18 minutes difference, probably maybe 20 tops. Yeah, it was probably like a six mile Yep, distance between where we had lived. But we, you know, we finally had like our, we were back to like our own apartment. Yep. Our we got very our own, apartment. own apartment. We knew what we needed to get at this point. We did. And we, we like <laughs> saved money and like kind of picked out furniture, which was such a big deal for us because... Before, you know, we had hand-me-downs or whatever we could get from right. people. Right. We bought our first brand new couch, which was huge for us. We were so stoked to get a leather couch. We got a black leather couch. Yeah, we did. It was nice. But it didn't fit up the stairwell oh of the new God. apartment. And our we new lived apartment. on the top floor. Yep. Third floor. Because we decided, you know, we had lived in, like, the garden level. 
And, like, the other apartments that we lived in didn't have, like, multi... Like, it was, like, two-story. It was also all inside. The stairwell to oh, the yeah. top of our apartment was all inside. Yeah, this was outside. It so, was... like, during the weather... You it were was like, horrid. You had you to like. It was horrid in the elements. Yes, all the stairwells were outside, and the, you could not walk down. If you put your hands together, and like made a fist out of both your hands and put your elbows out, you can't. You couldn't walk down no. the hallway without so your we elbows bought touching. This couch and it didn't fit, so we had to. I was convinced to get it in the apartment. Like Ash oh was like, I'm, "We're just gonna return we're it. We're just it. gonna return it. and We'll get something else." And I was like, "No, we wanted this couch. We fought for this couch." Like I was like. Kirsten sent out like a mass text and was like, calling all friends, climb in. We need to get the couch in the house. Yes. And so, um, finally a few of our guy friends realized that the only way. Yes. Your dad was there for this. My dad helped. It was to hoist the couch up three stories onto our balcony to get it through the sliding glass door. So to do this, we had to meet the neighbors below us to go Uh out on their balcony to push the couch out from their balcony to hoist it up again. And then I remember, like, we stood on our balcony, like, hoisting this sucker up, and I remember, like, all of a sudden getting, like, this weird, eerie feeling, like, oh. the hair on my neck stood up. It started, like, making those creaky crack sounds, like, the balcony was just gonna, like, bust <laughs> out and fall. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But we did it. Yeah. And we, we had to take, there was a sliding glass door to our patio. We had to we had take, to take that off because it didn't fit. So we, Guys, it wasn't really that big of a couch, okay? It was like, like an off-brand, super cheap, like, look-alike Lazy Boy couch is what and, it looked yeah, like. Yeah, but it was, like, not even a sectional. Like, it was, like, a three-seater. Had three cushions. That thing was a beast going up. You know the other neighbors were like, it was. what the hell was I, that? I know. It was a beast, but I have to say, like, um, it wasn't that big. No. That's how small the stairs were. It, I mean, it was very plushy, but it was, it was still. So we, we get the stupid thing up there, and then at that point, we're like, okay, Nope. <laughs> I don't think we ever... Did we move it out? Didn't we, like... Didn't we, like, chop it up? <laughs> what? I don't... I think we chopped it up inside. Like, we sawed it into pieces to carry it back down the stairs. Something like that. I remember it was an Because I was like, I am not doing this hoisting it down nonsense. So, <laughs> you know, there's, like, a rumor that, like, lesbians love to move. And now that, like... I've never, like, <laughs> seen myself as a big mover, and now that we're starting to uncover, like, our past, I'm like, oh, shit. Am I a typical lesbian? Like, I like moving? <laughs> Just, like... I don't like moving, though. Put a check mark next to one more thing on our stereotype? Yeah, like... <laughs> huh. You learn something new about yourself every day. That apartment was... Okay, so... Okay. That apartment, quick, we were yeah. only there for, like maybe seven months six seven months it had a pool i remember that it, it did have legit. a pool the laundry room was clear across the way by the pool oh my god it was such a pain in the we ass would to go laundry. dip our feet in the pool while we would dry clothes i remember that it was nice like during the summertime but then it was yeah, not summer it wasn't it was well and then the reason why we liked it too is because at that time kirsten had a new car that she'd gotten from graduation and it had a covered garage like gated garage oh yeah so that was a big deal for us to make sure we could like protect her car and cover it in the yeah. elements yeah Ugh, she kept that car for like three months. I swear to God. She... Well, we'll talk about the car later. Yep. That's so a, like literally a story. A, it's a thing we talk about to this day. It is a thing it's, we talk it's about. It's a to big regret. Bad decision. Big regrets. Okay. So every so the, the what we loved about this apartment is that it had a fireplace with like a little mantle on it. Oh, it did. And it had this like linoleum hardwood floor look to it. Like to it. Like the kitchen was like a little bit more updated for back then. It, it was had, nice, you guys. It was. Like, I felt like we had, like, picked, like, a... I remember being, we like, real we, fans. Had, we made it. Like, we leveled up. And we would. We would have, like, campouts in the living room with the fire, like... And we would cook. And oh. that's when things started to go weird. Yeah. So then, like, I am terrified of rodents. Like, terrified. Done. Amount. Nope. Done. Kirsten has to take care of it. <laughs> so, I hear this sound. And it's, like... Well, and I'm a, I'm a sleeper, you guys. I go to sleep at like 8.30. Like, I go horizontal and I fall asleep. So like. It's a light switch. Yeah, it's a light switch. So like Ash, probably like I, I was not awake when she, so she would, hey, do you hear that? This would happen a lot too in our relationship. And I was like, no. I was paranoid. Yes. Paranoid all the time. Oh, it's babe. Do you hear that? So we hear this sound and it's like, 
it's a scratching sound, you guys. And I'm like, no, no, no. What is that? And then like, I, it was loud. And Kirsten would wake up and you wouldn't hear it. So then finally one night, Kirsten wakes up, like the cat woke up. We had a cat at that time. We'll talk about the cat later. So the cat woke up and Kirsten was like, what was, what was, what's going on? And all I hear is like, and I was like, nope, what, something is coming in. Kirsten's like, what is wrong with you? Nothing. And then it, yeah, it did. It came in. It was a squirrel. <laughs> we had <laughs> we had the, the third floor, and they were, like, on the top of there, there was, like, an attic uh, above. Yeah, yes. But and... there was, like, outside access to the attic, and these squirrels had made a nest. And, and they we, made a nest. When nest. we cooked and it was warm, they would come in. They would, like, come into it our apartment. through the ceiling. Yes. The cat which was blind, by the way, he would point his Hands face at the ceiling and look at them with, he would point in their general he didn't direction. He have any eyeballs. Yeah, he would point at them in oh, general direction. Rob. I love we'll discuss him. him later. He's a, he's he a precious so little part in our life. He was but so sweet. Yes, it was terrifying. And so we called like management of the office, you know, we were appalled, like what is going on? And they were like, oh, it's okay. We'll have somebody out tomorrow to fix it. Well, they came out and they like patched, they puttied it. They like put putty in our ceiling, patched the hole in the ceiling. And we are not kidding you. That night when we made dinner, <laughs> same thing. The squirrel, you just see a hand coming through the ceiling. It was so creepy. Oh my god, we couldn't keep any. F- like normally we would keep like our like loaf of bread on the counter or something. Nope. We like came home one day and the loaf of bread was like broke open. There was like bread <laughs> particles everywhere. Our dogs were like in the corner, like you'll never know what happened. Like it was. But you knew because there was a hole in the ceiling and dust everywhere. Well, I would pick up extra shifts at work to not go home. I know. It got so I was bad. always alone with the squirrels. <laughs> so like, they came scratching in... again. Oh, they were. <laughs> Kirsten called me. She'd be like, "Babe, it's happening again." I was like, "No," and you just. <laughs> <laughs> so so. <laughs> not funny it, is it was not. Ter- i didn't sleep like it was the worst at night too like at yeah, nighttime well, it was the are they yes we always see them during the daytime oh yeah maybe they're not <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense that they're nocturnal i never see like, them at <laughs> night i never see squirrel at night what are you talking about So we wrote a formal letter. We were advised from some people to write a formal letter to our management office and like email it and document it and, and we then also send sent it. pictures. So we let them know, hey, this is a problem. No, we so Or did you email They had no they had they had like these people come out to trap oh, yeah, them. The, like, so they put trappers control. up there. But then, and they, then just, they, never came they just they just came in they put wire up over all the outside of the top of the roof. Yeah, and then trapped them. So they were trapped inside. So now it went from like to like <laughs> they like they stuck. were. Cl- oh my god, it was the worst thing ever. And so like then it got to a point where I was like the scratchings kind of stopped a little bit, and then there started being a smell. Yeah, and I was like, what the actual hell? Well, we had access to the attic in our closet at the time. So we had somebody go up there and take a bunch of pictures, and there and it was, was like dead squirrels all over. A ton of dead squirrels. There was a ton of feces oh. everywhere. It was awful. So, so we wrote another formal letter and provided the documentation of the pictures, and was like, "So here's the deal: we're going to break our lease. You are not going to charge us for breaking our lease. We will leave once we found another place and are able to relocate." You're also going to refund us for the months of rent that we have paid you when we notified you of this issue at hand. And the office manager, like, called us that next day and was like, stop by anytime you ladies want. I'll cut you a check. Like, they were like, we let us know what's going on. I think it's when they got the pictures from the, like, the attic. Yeah, that they were like, oh, no. It was, it was they, a no big deal. no one believed deal. us. Like, they would always come in and be like, patch the hole in the roof. Like, we're making it up. And then they'd right, be like, like oh, it's like, taken care of. Like, we're on the second floor, like, using the broomstick to tell the neighbors yeah, upstairs to be quiet or something. It was a problem. So, needless to say, our quick little move up in life was 
fast but furious. And... Oh my gosh. So then we were like, what are we going to do? Yeah. So at this point, we found a townhouse that we wanted to rent. And that townhouse was like in the middle of being like, I don't want to say remodeled, but... Kind of just like freshened. Yeah. Like and a were... facelift. Exactly. They were doing a facelift on it. They had put like new tile in the kitchen and they were taking this wallpaper down. <laughs> it was leopard wallpaper, friends, right in the living room as soon as you walk in. But it was like an amazing location. Yeah. So we were It like had a garage. Willing to wait. Yeah. It had a garage. It was a, it was a two story townhouse. It was like moving on up. It was two bedrooms. And it was what we, the price we were paying at the apartment. Yes. It was like the best deal ever. And I remember yeah. the landlord being like, I think she felt You guys sketch. are really young. Like, are you sure? Like, yeah, but we've been doing this for a long time. And she was like, okay, I'm willing to take a risk on you guys. Let's do it. So we gave her the deposit and she said she needed like, I think she said she needed like three, two months or, like three two months or three months yeah. to finish all the renovations that they were doing and like getting things done. And we were like, okay, cool. Like, sounds good. Like, just promise to hold it for us. So we, I think she only made us give her like 400 bucks or something. It wasn't she anything was crazy. Cool. She showed up in a unitard, you guys. It was, she was so awesome. Was she was hip. She was, she was super, she was hip. super I was like, awesome. Oh yeah. This is so, going to be good. And that, it was, it was good. Yeah, so we stayed really with was. some friends, uh, during that in between time and the friends were amazing. Also, you guys will hear about them too. So we had like a nice little fun, like two, three months hang out with friends while this was getting ready. Yeah. And then we moved into our townhouse and we stayed there for 10 years. And that's kind of where like. Well, life has already happened, obviously, but, like, more That's life where, happened. like, it, like... That's, like, where it got real. It did. Got real, real. That's where we unchecked-marked the, like, stereotype of, like, moving a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were committed there. <laughs> we were. That was, like, our new home, and we... We, we stuck it out. That was the foundation. We planted our feet. Yeah. Planted That little place feet. meant, like, we'll talk about that place, because that place I was... Almost everybody that knew us meant... Was has there. been Ten to years. the townhouse at least. Ten once. years. I, I know. Mean, it was awesome. It was really hard to leave that place. I know. It was sad the day it that we left. really hard. I think, didn't we, did we buy a house? No. Well, When yes, we left no. the townhouse? Yes, no. Yes, no. Yes, no. That's a story on a different day. <laughs> you know, us lesbians always moving around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, friends, thank you so much for being here with us and finishing out Kirsten's senior year into graduation and our like finalization of that first year and moving forward into moving up and adulting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we're so excited to share more with you guys. We're really excited for December because December is going to be 12 days of Christmas with Ash and Kirst. So we're going to have 12 shorter episodes of just like straight stories for you guys. Yep. Just, well, not straight. No. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> um, they're just they're, a lot of them are just gonna be funny stories. So we hope that it's it's something that can bring you guys to some laughter and smiles, maybe a couple tears. I don't think so, but we'll I don't see. really think we can make people cry. If we make you cry, then oh, I'm sorry. The heartstrings, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, we don't oh. want to do that. Um, check us out. Our Instagram handle is uh, the Ash and Kirst. So go check us out on there. Like, follow the page, please. Um, so that way we kind of know we're putting up more questions for y'all so you guys can ask us questions uh, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye guys. Have a good week. Bye later.